0: Thank you for your continued listening ear. We are now moving on to part three of our discussion, Major or not, nah, where we address what the people believe a major fighting game event is. I ain't sending it to Joe, because I told Joe to text me and Joe didn't text me. So I ain't sending it to Joe. Joe, Joe, in timeout, cause he followed instructions.
1: Well, Joe, you can't, now, if I am correct, uh, Nagato said that he thinks that the level of competition determines the actual, uh, the actual level of what a tournament is considered. Yeah. I, I wish you could hear me a little better. Maybe he was in there. Yeah, I, I agree with Nagato on that too. By the way,
2: is everything good now? Can you hear me now? Is there still an echo or anything? All right. Uh, so, like I was saying, uh, for me, like one of my first tournaments was Momocon, and for me personally, to see Chop Pope Chop there was a was a major thing for me. But in that tournament, I never ran into them so for me, it wasn't like that anticipation that you get when you play a good player. I never got it because I never played them and you know going on to play more tournaments and stuff like that, seeing him and actually getting a chance to play with him, it made me feel better about my skill as a competitor. And that kind of made it a major thing for me. And I think it's, for a lot of people, some people say major versus regional based on personal experience. Like, say, for instance, if at KIT, you know, everyone's there. Lil Majin, all of Tennessee, all all of ATL, all the big name players are out there korea japan you know whoever comes out for me if i'm in a bracket and i don't play anyone who's notable and i make it to like top eight or something like that i don't feel the same you know sense of accomplishment that you would if you would have went through and got you know placed with knee or nobi or poke chop trungi shin blade little margin and stuff like that so if i had to say something like Like, uh, let me go back real quick. Like, at 404, I know, I think, I can't remember what tournament it was, but some of the Koreans came out and they played and I wouldn't call it a major because, sure, it wasn't a lot of people there, but the people who were there were big names or very strong players. So, I think, you know, it's all on, I think it's all based on who shows up. So, because you could have a 100-man bracket and, like, Say if you have out of those 100 people, 20 of them are like high notable players and stuff like that. I would say that's major because, you know, there's a lot of that. Even as a player who's not up there, you still have a lot to go through. So like say if at KIT, maybe five strong players showed up, you you now have more of a challenge there because a lot of people wouldn't. You know, a lot of people, like, given the situation, we had a pandemic, a lot of people aren't going to travel. So those who do travel, you know, they might not be higher-up players or they might be in the neighborhood or in the realm of the area that's going.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll agree to that. And that's more or less kind of um, where I was going with my point as Mm -hmm. well. Um, What also um, makes it um, regional for me (laughs) um, is, you know, that... Um, the, the top players near the major showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, KIT, um, you know, all the Tennessee shows up, Georgia shows up, North Carolina shows up, the people in the Southeast shows up show up to this event. And, you know, it's kind of the West Coast doesn't show up, the Midwest, or you may have one person from the West Coast show up, or you know, maybe one person from New York. But, in my opinion, that would be considered, like, a major but it's also a regional you know because only the people in that area made it out to this tournament and I just had this conversation with uh, was it Rick Horn? I think I just had this conversation with him about regionals like a lot of turn oh it was KENSO actually so a lot of tournaments started out as um, regionals uh, but then a lot of things just exploded and became bigger ECT was originally an east coast regional but then when you start getting you know, people from the West Coast, their best players coming to, you know, playing ECT and Yipes and Justin uh talked about this on their No Frills podcast about, you know, when Justin was beating everybody on the West on, on the East Coast, West Coast started showing up. And people from Florida started showing up. And this is when ECT was originally a regional. Now you got the best, you got Rotron and all these people from Washington. Then you got uh, Duck and all these people trying to come over here. Then you got Mixo from Florida. At that point, is now a major because now you already had 20 killers on the West, on the East Coast. And like you said, if it's a hundred people, you already got top 20. You, you pretty much got shoe foot in on who might be top 20. But now you bring in, you know, Fifteen of the best guys on the West Coast who bring in their A game, and they're nice as all know what. And you got you know ten people from the South coming, and Lord forbid international talent, that's a major. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's stacked. You're gonna have basically the way it works. The the numbers, you know, once they create those pools, you're gonna have a popular name in every single one of those brackets. And I'd even say you know, and, and final round, another example used to be a regional. It's a major now. Well, it, it was a major in this in this last year's. Like I remember being in death pools. Like Marvel had mm-hmm. death pools. It was ten pools of Marvel, but all of them were death. Everybody mm-hmm. you had people in from the Midwest, uh top ten from the Midwest, at least two of them were in your pool. You make it out of there, then well, guess what? You gotta play against somebody from SoCal next. You gotta mm-hmm. or you're gonna have to play from you gonna have to play move or you're gonna have to play Tosseed. You gotta play, you know, uh, Marlon. Like, it was just, you was playing a popular. As soon as you made it from, like, the first two seasons of your pool, or even the first round, you might uh, hit them the first round of your pool, mm-hmm. you was playing somebody popular. And that's a major. Yeah. And I, I have to, I'm gonna piggyback off of
2: that, because I think it was, I wanna say either 2017 or 2018. I think it was like the, it was either, I think, no, Julie was out at this point. It was the second season of Tekken 7 that i entered my first final round and for me i was like okay you would consider like like how you just said you would consider that a major tournament it was 300 people there people from around the globe california nevada you know everywhere vegas and all that tennessee georgia everyone was there but for me like i didn't play a major player until about until i was about to qualify or play to qualify for top 16 i didn't play someone who was just that good like the person that knocked me out was way gamble he was the first person that i played of like you know that was notable so i was like okay for me it didn't feel the same because i'm like okay i'm kind of i'm kind of easing my way through like you just said when you're easing your way through and you're just dropped in front of someone who's good it it doesn't feel the same as if you would have just like work your way up boom you, you had to fight this killer that killer that killer and you made it you get a you get a different sense of accomplishment when you do it like um we had a tournament down here at uh georgia some a few people came out for it, it was a uh, freak nick 21 i played i played against shinblade i played against trungy i played against Chop. i played against a lot of strong players and for me that felt way better even though it was a smallest tournament it, it felt way better because i actually got to play those good players play and you know, mm. you know I, I actually, actually work for it because, because you know sometimes like, like when you you, you, you feel, feel good about your gameplay and confident in yourself when you play when you sit down you kind of feel when you know you can beat someone or when you look at someone's name or look at your pool you kind of get a feeling of okay i can get through this pool it's pretty simple i got this but when you start seeing names like big names you're like okay you know even though it's a small tournament i this is not going to be a cake
1: thought, thought process, process that it's is about, about who you play, play. um uh, well, you, you know what you're, what not, you're taking not taking into account, account is, is what about, what about you, you run run into people who are not known are that, that are just, just as, good as good as the people, as the people that you, you might, might put, put pretty, pretty high up in, in your particular, particular, particular. area yeah, exactly,
0: right?
1: exactly um mm-hmm. yeah i get you i've had that happen a lot of
3: times i'm talking with phoenix about this i'd like to do an experiment um it, it'll take a lot of work but basically i kind of want to have people blind play people or like in a tournament you don't know who's behind the next cap or you don't know who's behind the sticks on the other side just to see how you play because you can't psych yourself out playing against big names especially very early in brackets mm-hmm. you psych yourself mm-hmm. out you don't have the confidence yet because you haven't You haven't accomplished anything. You may have beaten one or two people in your pool, but you haven't gotten your confidence yet. You haven't warmed up yet. And um, in terms of, um, you know, getting washed by people that you don't know, I mean, it's happened to me. Um, One final round, I played, um, there was this Hagar Arthur player that came from Arizona and never heard of him before. Only person I knew from uh, Arizona was Angelic. Um, So... In that pool, I also had Hanzo Gonzo, and I played Hanzo before the tournament, and I was I was uh, kind of confident that I could take him. I was like, I can I can definitely take Hanzo, but um, this guy was a sleeper. So you know, we over, we we basically kind of overlooked them. I played my side of the bracket. They put Hanzo on the other side. Um, I ran to this guy third round, and he he three 0s me. With, with Hagar and Arthur. And it was good play. It was actual good play. And Hunzo's behind me. He was just like, you know, what in the world is this team? And so he plays the team and he gets washed. <laughs> so he gets washed by the same team and this guy wins, makes it out in winners and we're both just shocked. Like, What just happened? Like, um, and at that point I learned a valuable lesson that day that I, I i carry with me in every single tournament now i don't take anybody for granted i i um i look at that bracket and you know i i make sure that i try and play my best every single round i try not to think of who what their name is i play them exclusively you know based on my knowledge of the game the matchup knowledge and the player tendencies remove the name from from the equation and then just play your game
1: mm-hmm
2: yeah uh, for me personally like if i see like if i'm in a tournament and there's a name i don't know like because i actually had that problem too and i lost to someone i didn't know i was like okay yeah that's you know you start thinking oh it's not a big name so you might be able to do it but in the same right they might not know who you are and they might think oh you're not a big name i could i could take you so what i do now is you know when i look at my bracket I'll, I'll ask around like, hey, do you know who such and such is? Do you know who such and such is? At least get like a baseline of what to expect. Oh yeah, they play they play the Bears or they play Katarina or they play Kunimitsu. Okay, I know what to at least expect as uh, far as character wise. And then that's when I start to build, like when I play the first game, okay, I'm gonna build up, figure out everything or figure out as much as I can about how they play. And once I get a feel for it, I'm like, okay, now I know how to play you. Now I got to figure out how to get around. I see where you, what you're working with as far as skill goes, because uh, like when I first met strategy, I didn't know who strategy was. I was like, okay. And then he, he washed me with this and I was like, okay, yeah, I can't just, I can't just, you know, come to the conclusion that, okay. Don't know who this is so i probably have a chance because that that doesn't make sense if you don't know if you don't know something then you're just as clueless as the other person and you know that other person might be like whoa okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just take to take it easy on this person i'm not gonna underestimate i'm not gonna overestimate them i'm gonna go on with a clear head oh meanwhile i'm over here I already distracted myself with overconfidence or fluff." and a lot of people do that like they'll fluff themselves up to be like okay i know i'm better than you this that and the third but they didn't and then they play and then they get beat and now they're frustrated because well you should have you should have took it seriously you were just messing around now you just now you're in losers bracket or now you out the tournament all because you thought you you had it because someone didn't have a name that you knew
1: all, all right, right. So, so uh i think Alright, and so, with the two trains of thought we've gotten so far, um, one has been the numbers have are the most significant role when it comes to making a major a major. And then the other thing we have is the level of competition. So, Iceman, what do you think about what you heard thus far? Anything you agree with? Anything you disagree with?
0: Uh... I, I all, right, all right, so there's some things specifically that uh, that uh, K-Dash mentioned that I may not necessarily agree with but as I told you all prior uh, that I am a bit biased because I've been around for so long and whatnot. Um, one, of, one of the things that I noticed that a fair amount of people are, that are saying and it's sort of like, I don't wanna say it's a mantra but it's real common is that you all care so much about the name and the status of said player. And the reason why I like to have so many of these, uh, these uh, history lessons with you all and tell y'all about the, the stories of ATL's rise to what it became and whatnot is because I learned from the people like Tran and them where it didn't fucking matter that it was Justin Wong in front of me or it was VDO in front of me. It was beat their ass. Like, Genghis Don came in with a whole concept of, I don't know none of this shit. I don't know none of these tournaments. I don't know none of these niggas' names or nothing. I'm coming to whoop ass, don't give a fuck about your lineage or nothing like that. that, That's what Raekwon taught us too, bro. Like, it was was the intensity there. I'm not caught up with names. I don't want to be uh i'm I'm, you know i'm i've been around you know it's if you feel that type of energy when you play this person that it that it's it's coming down to the wire you gotta beat this person you know that that type of energy that's what i'm talking about i the names don't matter but i noticed that a lot of times people do that and this is and mind you nobody said anything right or wrong you know i'm saying i'm i'm just responding to what i heard in regards to your perspective and whatnot but that doesn't mean it's right or wrong um but i noticed that there's a difference between people seeing a certain name or whatever and being like i got to prepare for that person because of their levels of experience uh, uh the character specifically that they play or whatnot um things of that nature just people literally freezing up because it is whoever it is um if you all paid attention to the the k.i.t tournament excuse me early on in the tournament uh, TPRY Gray knocked Cuddlecore to the losers in pools in pools Gray isn't considered on the level of of Joey Fury's other world and stuff like that but he is a very solid player somewhat familiar with her with her gameplay if not fully familiar with her gameplay or whatever but he knocked it to the losers. Now, how many people in the chat, how many people in this audio discussion right now who have spoken? How many of you all knew who the fuck Gray was prior to him knocking Cuddlecore to the losers in KIT over the weekend?
1: Not me. Can You, you see say, what I'm saying? Can you say, like, that? Can you say that?
0: why even count yourself out just because that person has a name? You know what I'm saying? Like so what they have a name like marvel 2 what i loved about that community and transitioning over to tekken was don't get me wrong they had their upper echelon you knew that sanford and justin wong were the pinnacle i'm from philly so we had josh wickfall and shit we had josh wong there yes there was a justin and a josh wong um and we had them when i came down to josh Wong is nice at Strive. i was i've been playing i was playing him a lot bro he nice (laughs) and when i came to atl atl had 50 more cent um we had uh air jeffries we had old dog oliver price shout out to him we had uh uh we had joe big j you know what i'm saying um his handle for those who don't remember it, it was uh uh, he hate me, something like that, just like the football player or whatever, um, uh, here, and then, uh, in Bama, you know what I'm saying, we had Red, we had, uh, Raekwon, etc., in the, in Florida, we had Cincinnati, we had Mixup, uh, uh, at the time, Mix Up's homeboy, I forgot, played, uh, fucking, uh, uh, played a a main cable or whatever but i'm i'm ringing off these names because every little community has their pocket of oh this is the great guy you know i'm saying or great girl you know i'm saying to learn from etc etc and that would never necessarily matter because you still had to prove it anybody who i've trained in tech and people who we've done the ttus with and every too many people are 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 looking at these damn brackets, looking at these pools and saying, oh, that's so-and-so-and-so I heard. And then they're just, they just shut themselves down by 20% or 30%. They just subtract themselves from it and just say, oh, shit. They might not say I don't stand a chance, but they're basing their entire game off of, oh, I might not be able to beat this dude because of the And Adonis made a very valid point earlier when he was in, uh, in the chat that whether y'all want to admit it or not this installment of tekken and most fighting games now as is y'all stand a way better chance of pulling out victories versus well-versed experienced players than you ever stood a chance because of comeback mechanics ex maneuvers uh, 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 armor tactics and things of that nature. So you have more space and opportunity to mount comebacks and things of that nature Well, in the past in Tekken 5.0 and DR and stuff like that, you didn't have none of that shit. If you didn't know shit about Fang Wei's goddamn frame trap, Justin Wong was bodying your ass, not because it was Justin Wong, but because you ain't know shit about the frame trap. You didn't know how to sidestep, you didn't know how to move, whatever the fuck. Nowadays, people are people are absorbed so much with, with the name. And I also understand that K-Dash wasn't necessarily saying, like, it's only great because of these names or, or because I, I heard about a poke Chop or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And he's more or less saying, like, going to somewhere like a 404 and not seeing a Chop there and having somebody like a Knox or whatever the case may be, but then going to something where... Dream hack or whatever and then having a clint uh, a mic or whatever that you it, it lets you know that the level of play is going up and i agree with that to a fault but i also feel like too many of of the younger players now just care so much about the name that they don't prepare themselves in totality in general
1: yeah. i think uh not to cut you off i think one of the things that is uh, like i spoke on earlier about the clout aspect of things right uh to a point that you made one of the uh, the things that I know from back in the day was uh, you don't need to know who it is you planning on beating as far as I'm concerned everybody just needs to be not as good as me so it, it, the the whole plan is that I'm going to be better than everybody i don't care if you are considered the best look anybody could tell you the the re- one of the reasons that uh you know, anybody even remotely knows who I am is because of a final round where I played Spiro Gen and, you know, pretty much tore his ass up. And this was the year he got second place at Evo. Like, he had just came off of Evo. He was that nigga. I didn't know nothing about that shit. You know, I, ain't, I mean, somebody told me about him. You know, I knew a little bit of him. You know, maybe I played him online before, but I ain't really know about him or any of the other competition that I was playing you know that um I played probably all the competition in the damn tournament I had to play that year right it didn't matter to me all I knew was I'm better than all these motherfuckers and if I ain't better than them they gonna have to show me and did they show me they didn't at least not at that point in time right and they came back around next year and guess what happened same thing happened and I had I've never understood this how you uh place in a tournament in the grand finals and you got the hardest bracket the next year don't make no damn sense but you know what i can't it, i guess to me the idea that the level of perceived competition determines whether it is a major uh it's one of the things where it's just like i i understand it but i think maybe that gives it more or less um, more prestige but the idea that it's not major because it doesn't have the names you come to know and love I mean let's just think about it like this right? Uh, these people you come to know and love not that their skill is not there right because their skill is what got them there right but they're kind of like the NBA players you know um, they're the niggas that are marketed, right? They're gonna be the people that are gonna be at every single thing, so you're gonna know who they are. There might be people better than some of these people, right? There might be people that are far above the level, not super far. I ain't gonna say f- super far because it's not uh that big of a community to have just boundless amounts of great players that nobody knows about but there can be players that are of a level that is rather oh got drilled, um that is rather respectable that when they sit next to you you should be on your p's and q's you should respect when you see that name show up in a bracket right but if your mindset is kind of like uh well Shit Anakin wasn't there Jimmy J. Tran Wasn't there Uh, Joey Fury Wasn't there Uh, Shadow wasn't there Cuddlecore wasn't there JDCR wasn't there It wasn't a real tournament It might not even Take them to beat you